0: sliced apples podcast with alex and david
1: bro so i i just i don't listen to like new music dude especially if it's like a new album like i just i don't know like i listen to i have audiobooks that i listen to i have podcasts i listen to so like Working my way through an album has been something that, like, as I get older, I just find is, like, not as appealing as it once was. But, like, to put it in perspective, I didn't listen to the Post Malone album. And I didn't listen to the Travis Scott one. But the Drake one, I always at least give it... I always at least give Drake one listen. Like, I go all the way through. I've made... I did open it. And I remember... In college, I sit there and be like and complain about how I feel like he didn't have enough songs or, or out, al- not him, but albums in general wouldn't have enough or be short or something like that. And then Donda came out and Donda was what 30 songs or whatever. And then yeah. this album, and Drake has always kind of had longer albums. I feel like this album's what 23, 24 songs. And so I open it and I've listened to the first like five or six. Open I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I'm not even like 40% of the way through this. Like, this is ridiculous. I've still got another 20 songs I have to listen to. So I haven't listened to all of them, but I have skipped around a few. My early favorite is the J. Cole. That's my early favorite one. The yeah, J. Cole one yeah. goes. Ridiculous. But that's just because every time J. Cole is featured or is even creating a song, there's just something about his voice, dude. Like he just he just has a gift with the way he sounds. He just sounds like every single time, it's just a banger. Like he just he just creates bangers with the sound of his voice.
0: I think I think him and Drake complement each other well for being like two rappers, essentially. You know, um, yeah, I really that song is a banger. Somewhat. Um,
1: I don't like the. I mean, I shouldn't say I don't like my first taste of the Twenty One Savage song. I'm I'm here to say, and I will I will catch the heat for this. I am not a 21 Savage guy. Like I respect what he does. I think he go like his songs go hard. I have listened to his songs. I do not go out of my way to listen to 21 Savage. And I don't think I'm ever the guy that's like, like if he was at a music festival and somebody said, Oh, 20, or there was a music festival, like ACL just happened, Austin City Limits. And if you told me 21 Savage was going to be there, that doesn't like sway me to buy a ticket, if that makes sense. Like that's, that's like the (laughs) weight he has in my head. Like I would be appreciative to go see him at the concert, but it would not be, or at the festival, but it would not be the reason I go. That's how it feels. So like I've listened to 21 Savage song. I, I don't know. Like it doesn't do it for me. It's not J Cole, but that's, you know, me like, that's not my style of rap, like Kendrick, J Cole, Logic, Joey, Badass, like that, those Maxo, Cream, like those, those, like lyrical artists are kind of my. That's my shit. Not really the beat bass. like not the future, the Twenty One Savage rappers, like that's not really my, my jam. So hey, bro,
0: they they got lyrics too, you know. They I do. Mean? They like-
1: know. They do. You have to have lyrics to be like at that level. But like are I mean, a lot of their songs are you know heavy bass, like banging beat. And then they're like, I feel like their lyrics, their sound complements the beat rather than if you listen like Kendrick Lamar, like the beat complements his his lyrics, right? It's kind of vice versa. That's, that's That's how I listen to music. Now, music is totally subjective. So like everybody has a different opinion. That's just my opinion of how those artists operate. I think it works well for them because their music sounds good, but it's just not my style. I like the lyrics more. Like, you tell me a story, you know? Like, J. Cole always always tells, like, a story or something. Or, like, it has, like, like some meaning. It's not like, you know, I just fucked your bitch in a, you know, Wendy's parking lot. You know, now I'm driving your car. <laughs> like, that that, that, <laughs> that, shit, that doesn't do it for me. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that somebody has said that. Like, well, the, or, or the, <laughs> I fucked your bitch in Gucci flip-flops. Who said that? What was it? Was, future. Future. Okay, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Like. That's that's exactly my point. Like those, those kind of lyrics. Like I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, what was that? Fuck your bitch. I your Wendy's. bitch at Wendy's. In, the, in, in your, in that, took your car. <laughs> I took your car. Like
1: I don't know, bro. It's just like it's what kind in of time? <laughs> so I'd be like, man. Like, is futurally like sleeping with my girl and then taking my car? Why does my girl go to Wendy's? <laughs> So I don't know. I thought the album so far, though, like I'm six, seven songs in is like, it's pretty solid. Like there was an interesting. Yeah, I'll let you go and I'll give you what I think. Another thing.
0: It makes sense why you think it's solid, because when you said six, seven songs in. That's because after the eighth song, bro. it's, It's like a devastating, like the Grand Canyon kind of fall. Um, yeah, that's just trash, homie. <laughs> that shit was trash. garbage, dude. And that's a lot coming from me, dude. That is a lot coming from me. I every song I just kind of like, uh, uh now there are some like the songs you're talking about in the first six, seven, eight. Pretty much everything up to 8 a.m. in Charlotte is like you can fucks with it. If the album ended right there,
2: it would have been, hey, good shit, Drake.
0: But it kept going on. And that is the problem there, sir. It kept going on. And every song after that, that keeps going on, you're just like, oh, like, what? Like, why? Ew. What? Like, what am I listening to? Um. I felt like this album had a lot of uh, a lot of these songs. I was like, man, Drake should have like gave it to somebody else, gave it to another artist that could kill it. Like it's cause it's like the songs aren't bad. It's just that we have a different expectation of Drake and a different, like we, we, when he releases something, we, we just have different expectations for that versus uh. Lil Yachty or uh 21 Savage. Yeah, I guess. that was that was
1: literally what I was gonna bring up. Is like, is the album actually like garbage, or is it just because our expectation of Drake after like it, it it's really an unrealistic expectation at this point? Like he has achieved it's almost like Taylor Swift, like same same idea, right? Like these super mega ultra stars that like have already reached the pinnacle of their music and like Kanye said it best. He's like, what, what, and I'm going to paraphrase this, but basically, like, the first album you put out is your best. Like, you have a whole life to prepare for. I, and then, I don't everything think he said that. that. Oh, okay. I, well, I don't know
0: if it was him, but somebody did say it. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's like you have your your whole life preparing for the first album. And then the second album, you have like, you know, a percent, a small percentage of that, like a couple years, maybe. to like get the second album out or a year. So it's, it's like, obviously, people like store bangers, but. It, I, I, that's my question is, do you think it's actually garbage or is it like just because Drake has such a track record that this just doesn't live up to the name that is Drake?
0: Yeah, it's just higher expectations for him because yeah. every song I kept thinking like, man, if he would have... I remember it was one song specifically. I can't remember anything about the song, but I just remember the thought of, man, if he would have gave this song to like a female vocalist, and like saying the shit out of this, this, this is actually kind of fire, but it's like Drake, you know, instead it's Drake outside of really his best element and, you know, doing stuff that is just like, nah, nah. I heard it was
1: largely an R and B album. So the songs, the song I ended on was song number seven, um, with yeet. The IDGAF, I don't give a fuck song, and then I didn't listen to Seven Nine Six Nine Santa. I didn't. That's that's the last one. I like turned it off after that. But I got through the first person shooter, which is the J Cole song, and then Calling for You, Twenty One Savage. Yeah, but first person shooter is like the only one that I really care for because I don't know, it's it's good. I mean, it's just not like. Bro, he's never gonna go back to like 2011 or whatever Drake. Like, it's never gonna be that again. Like, he's it's not. I heard this is like an R R and B. Like, even her loss, like her loss in 2022. The fact that he put that out last year is pretty crazy. Certified Lover Boy.
0: Her loss goes decently hard, though. I will say. You think so? I just, I just think he's not the, he's not the same
1: guy. It's just like there are on savage so you know how i feel about that
0: like he i think the the reality is he's not the same guy um yeah you know if you really if like someone's a real real artist like the drakes and kanye's of the world you know they're what they're going through what their emotions experiences and whatnot at that time you know you, you just listen to their music prime example is drake you go through his music, and that's, like, where he was in that time of his life. But the thing is, like, we still want that, like, 2011, 2012. 20, we still want that Drake. But he's really not there anymore. He's on this, like... Pretty much how he was on her loss, man. He's like, fuck you, motherfuckers. I just fuck your yeah. bitch in Wendy's.
1: Yeah. So, I... I'm looking through his albums right now and honestly I haven't really. So for me, how I listen to Drake is like primarily in the gym, like if it's in the gym. So take that into consideration. Like when you're trying to like focus on something, you're not like, it's not like you're jigging or anything like that. So 2018 Scorpion was really like the last album that I regularly have like a, like, a number of songs on my playlist, so, like nonstop, obviously, God's plan. I'm upset. Talk up by with with Jay Z is one of my favorite songs by Drake. I love that song. Uh, I, I love I, the
0: only reason I hate that song is because the quality I don't know what happened. why the have you ever listened to like the album in a row and like it's like good quality sound, and then this song it just drops down, like the volume drops down yeah. and whatnot.
1: No, I haven't noticed it, that, but like. I just, just last for you. I'm sorry for that. No, you're good. No, I don't. I don't think you are because if I have to turn the volume up, that's not a big deal. And I don't really like. That's one. Of, I don't know. But back to the point. Like 20, because demo tapes, Dark Lane demo tapes. That's like a mixtape, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and the yeah, care yeah. package was a mixtape as well. Those are both mixtapes.
0: But care package was more of. Uh, that's where he was able to finally put out his old hits, like um, yeah. the ones it's that. Traffic on here yeah the ones that he would put on soundcloud um on the side while he was making take care and nothing was the same
1: okay yeah so those two i don't really Uh, count
0: that's that's the thing bro this man at at his prime in that time he was putting songs out on soundcloud on the side and those are some of his biggest bangers they did not go on an album well until care package of course but They didn't even go on an album at the time. They were just on SoundCloud and whatnot. And they're still like one of the best bangers. It's just, it's crazy. Like, I don't know how his, his music isn't the same, I guess, anymore. or His impact in the music industry right now isn't the same.
1: Yeah, it's, he's just like in a different vibe. Like he just doesn't like, I don't know and the culture shift has has been very apparent i mean in you know 2018 when scorpion came out or 2017 with more life and views in 16 like tiktok was not really a thing like the dances and stuff like that like trying to get those quick like 14 to 20 second like little bits and songs that you can just put a dance to like it wasn't really a thing but like obviously as a marketing person not only a musician but a marketer like that's what drake is you know try and stay relevant it's like he created songs like tootsie slide that i would never listen to in the gym they're really like catchy and he's he's excelled at like creating catchy music but i would never that's that's my gauge is like would i listen to it in the gym and it's tootsie slide is an absolute no right foot, front, left foot, slide. Like, no, I wouldn't. Bro, no. No, I wouldn't listen to that. Like, at a party? Sure, because, like, everybody knows it because it's so fucking catchy. But, like, for me, if it goes hard, I'm, like, listening to it. Like, Dreams and Nightmares is one of my favorite gym songs by Meek Mill. Like, dude, that song goes insanely hard. Those, Those kinds of songs are, like, to me, that's, like, that's the rap I enjoy. So... You I even listen to like swimming pools in the gym or drank like that. That it's a little bit slower, but like that, that kind of shit. That's that's my vibe. Some people listen to like Toasty Slide in the gym. I, I don't know. I see him doing the Toasty Slide in the gym. You know, go for it. But yeah, I've only listened to six or seven songs in the new album. Based on your synopsis, I'll probably just listen to the Bad Bunny one and the other features and move on like. I don't know. I haven't even listened to the the what's it called the white boy with the tattoos. Post Malone. I haven't even listened to the, past, the Post Malone album yet, so I don't plan on listening. Well, to Because you're saying it's not good.
0: It, Post Malone just he changed up too. His his shit isn't the same. In I mean, my opinion, my humble opinion.
1: It's gonna be really tough. Again, another guy that like when you put out a song like Congratulations, like come on, dude. That song was like that. That's like I love that song too.
2: Yeah, And, then
1: like the whole Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse album. Like you know when he collabed with Sway Sway Lee or Ray Sherman, who whoever like both of them, or just one of them. Yeah, Sway Lee. It's like I mean, I mean, what happened to Sway Lee? Like you know, that's another thing. Like what happened to him? Where's he at? Why is he not on any of these songs? Like he was kind of.
0: Black Beatles in the city. What, what
1: about the Migos? Like, why Why isn't the Migos, like, why are Oh, they... dude,
0: dude, all right, damn, dude, too soon, bro.
1: Did they fully break up after What's-His-Name passed?
0: I don't know. What you mean, bro? They will never be in Migos no more, bro. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Like, you up. don't understand, it was them three. One okay. of them's gone forever, bro.
1: I understand. So there's no...
0: Dang, bro. Too soon, bro. I
1: wasn't saying like all of them. I was just saying, you know, the ones that, you know, are still in the industry. <laughs> don't know how to say it the right way. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean any Hold offense. That one. What about Migo? Migo. Yo, yo.
1: Okay. Anyway, I won't listen to the rest of the album. Thanks to your report. I appreciate that. I uh I will treat it just like I treated my fantasy team this past weekend. I will check it on Thursday night. Assume that a trade will not be processed. The trade will process and I will not look back at it. So I will listen to the first seven songs. Assume that the rest is garbage and not listen to the rest of it. And uh, somehow I still won. Somehow. Somehow. I started a player on bye week and I still won. I won by like eight points too.
0: Yeah, you lucked out for sure. I didn't
1: luck out at all, bro. But. My team is that good. I'm so good. I can start a bi week player and still beat another four and one team. Oh, shit. bro. Isn't that crazy? He was four and one. I was four and one, and I beat him a man down. Poor managing on my part, but we got the dub. That's all that matters. We move on.
0: Hey, bro. I scored 98 points and won.
1: That's probably sadder. Honestly. Did bro,
2: you win
1: in both I'm leagues? T- yes. Mm, there
2: you
0: go. So it's
1: rare in the gridiron. You're not a big winner in that league.
0: Dude, I'm telling you, my luck had to the luck eventually had to pass my way, bro. Cause I've been getting bent over and fucked all season long. Like shit shit just hasn't gone my way. Bad luck. So I'm like, one of these has to go, like, something has to give here. Monday Night Football, I have uh, Jake Ferguson, and um, Pilfer has Keenan Allen and,
2: what's his face, Uh, Herbert, Justin Herbert. I'm probably up by, like, I don't even know, 20, 30, 40 points. Fast forward to the end.
0: I'm fucking sweating my ass off. Um, Dallas, I think, just kicked the field goal. Um, gave the ball to the Chargers for the last drive. I'm only up by one point. One point. And Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen are getting the ball with like two minutes left in the game. Oh my I'm like, God. I, am, I am so fucked. Like, I am screwed. Uh, there's no freaking way. And so literally first play, it's like an out, eight yard out, Justin Herbert to Keenan Allen. And I was like, fuck, that's the dagger. I just went that empty feeling of like, damn, that was
1: it. I was watching intensely as well.
0: (laughs) And lo and behold, there was a flag on the play. What? Flag.
2: It was offsides on the defense. The Chargers accepted
0: it. That play never happened. They took their five yards. On that next play, Justin Herbert sacked. I'm like, let's go. That's minus one point or whatever. Then the play after, Cowboys intercept the ball. And then knee knee the clock out. I was like, bruh. Bruh, like. That's what I mean. Like, the luck, it, it, it had to go bounce my way because nine times out of ten, bro, I am losing that. Like, two minutes left, and I'm down by one point.
2: Bro,
1: all I'm going to say is, like, I was playing against, I didn't have anybody Monday night on in the gridiron, but I had. I was playing against Tony Pollard in the Cowboys defense. Bruh, I was sweating, sweating, sweating. Because I knew they were going to feed Tony Pollard, and they really didn't feed him that much. He only had 14 points. And then the defense.
0: No, they fed him. They just couldn't fucking run the ball.
1: I was so grateful because I was I'm like this is an easy dub because going into this.
0: Bro, dude, and it's funny because I was texting Sam. That's how petty I am. I'm texting Sam about being your ass. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but we were texting about the uh like each other's games and he said, you know, he had Tony Pollard, like whatever. And I, I looked and I was like, oh shit. Fuck. There I had Tony Pollard in my other league, so I was following Tony Pollard too. He was wide open on this wheel that yeah. Dak he, yeah. yeah. I was like, I texted him, I was like that was it that was that was going to be the dagger
1: yeah i would have put i had nothing i had nothing I, I all my players have played i had 124 points and he had to score let's see the cowboys put up roughly 10 put up pollard put up 14 let's call it 23 he scored 23 between the two of them and he needed 30 to beat me between the cowboys defense which is pretty reliable and tony pollard very doable and didn't do it hate to see it, but I did text him right when the game ended. And I think I said something to the effect of, I don't need my full team to beat your bum ass. <laughs> I said it all caps like 11. I was so jacked up, dude. So jacked up. Cause I also in the two fans league, I had uh Keenan Allen And let's see, yeah, I had Keenan Allen in that game, and that was that was it, yeah. And Keenan Allen gave me 21, which ultimately gave me the win, as well in the two fans league. So I was like, I was pretty jacked up. I was, I was big time rooting for the Chargers. I was rooting. I wanted them to score as many points as possible. I wanted them to keep it going, like don't stop. I wanted them to pour on the points so the Cowboys defense would have like, because I figured Pollard would have like 20, 25 points. Only ended with fourteen, but I figured if they're able to just pour on the points, like the Cowboys' defense will have like three, and that'll balance out. That's all I was banking on. Turns out Pollard sucks, Cowboys suck, and the entitled millennials sneak out with another win, five and one. Let's go, dude! I was so pumped. Two and four, baby. I love fantasy when you're winning. It's so much fun when you're when you're losing. It sucks. Two so and
0: four, baby.
1: Two and four.
0: Look, I'm coming up.
1: Hey, you're gonna owe me a hundred bucks at the end of this year. I just want you to know that.
0: Uh that was for the two fans league, sir.
1: That's okay. What are you in the two fans league? You want me to check?
0: I am three and three now.
1: I'm three and three as well. I know. You know, you've been keeping keeping tabs on me. All right.
0: Why yeah, would why wouldn't I, bro? I need to know how hard I need to go. Like if you're a one in five, one in five right now, I'd be like, I don't even need to check this thing. True. I'm good.
1: My team's nasty in the two fans, so I'm not even worried. The team is nasty. I just need freaking Dan Campbell and Jameer Gibbs to like put their heads together and stop shoving it up each other's ass. Hand him the freaking ball. Just hand Jameer Gibbs the freaking ball.
0: He's I, I gave up. I gave up on Jameer Gibbs a Jameer long he's time ago.
1: So good. Like they they put him in, he gets like twelve yards when he should only get like two, and then they pull him out and put David Montgomery. in. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? Like, why?
2: Let this um, man? Let him cook.
0: I don't think he is who you think he is. He's a because dog, I once dude. I once thought he was what you're thinking,
2: but then there was that week three. Where uh, Montgomery was out, Gibbs was RB one.
0: He didn't do jack shit, bro. Like, like, like he is more talent. He is he has way more talent than David Montgomery. But I don't know what it is. David Montgomery is a better running back than him.
1: Different style of running back. Two different styles.
0: I I, I think
2: still.
1: Yeah, I mean he, clearly this year, like he is what, six touchdowns or whatever this year. Like I'm pissed I didn't take David Montgomery. Like I never would have thought David Montgomery would, you know, have six touchdowns and Jameer have I think he has zero. I don't think he's scored yeah, none. He scored Trust zero. me,
0: I've I've been I've been waiting to kind of like you know, when like you have a player that hasn't been doing what you know like for me, I guess it was Greg Kittle. Greg Kittle over there, by the way, whopping one point one points. No, he, I he believe, gave me, or 0. 0.6.
1: He gave me 0. 0.6. 0. 0.6. Didn't help. Didn't need him. <laughs> Didn't need him. Could have still won and played two bye week players. Didn't need him. I don't need him to be consistent. I needed him to put up like 20 every four weeks. Like, that's it. He just goes ballistic one week. That's all I need. He can put up 0. 0.6 every week. But if he gives me a 20 bomb... When I need it, that's all that matters. And he knows when I need it. He knows. That's, that's when he starts going nuts. He knows. We, we text. We text. I'm in his DMs.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is crazy, man. I can't wait for the rec- rest of the regular season to, like, knock you on your ass.
1: Bro, you can't. My team is so stacked. It's never going to happen.
0: Anywho, do you have by Bi- Mageddon? By Mageddon?
1: No, that was that was next two weeks week. ago.
0: That was that two was, weeks ago.
1: Bro, all my running backs, I told you this. All my running backs were on by. And I had to go pick up two running backs, and I picked up the two dumbest running backs you could pick up. I picked up Zeke. And yeah, now I remember this. And oh god, I was so mad I don't even remember who it was. I picked up somebody else. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, it was some no name that I was like, oh, he has potential. And then I didn't pick up Zach Moss. Zach Moss had like 30 points. It's like, oh my God. It's so stupid. I don't even remember. It pissed me off so much. But yeah, they gave me, like, those two running backs gave me a collected, like, you know, eight points between the two of them. That was like, that was by again, dude. Saquon was yeah, my- three running backs on by. It's fucking terrible.
0: Yeah, mine is coming up this upcoming week. I got one two three three players
2: on by i got an injured running back and an injured quarterback
0: Hmm. and we only have four bench spots bro so this is like really i'm i'm sitting there honestly as of right now the jets are on by i thought i think i might have to just take the L on that one and hope I can beat Pablo with, with the team on by.
1: I mean, it could be worse. You could be me where you draft Aaron Rodgers and then pick up Anthony Richardson. Yeah. True. It could be worse. So two injured. Now I've got Matthew Stafford. So we're keeping it moving. Doing the best. Yeah, we can.
0: It's like, I can't get rid of anybody on my bench. I don't want to trade out the Jets defense for their their, their good scoring defense. I'll make
1: you a trade. Is this two fans league or is this.
0: Uh, Two fans. No, this is gridiron.
1: Let's see see who you got. Let's see. Let's see if it's even worth me investing any of my players. We have Calvin Ridley. He sucks. You picked up Taysom. Taysom Hill. Really?
2: How fucking
1: predictable (laughs) are you? Tayson Hill, aver- Hill averages four points. You draft, you dropped George Kittle and picked up Tayson Hill.
0: No, Taysen no, 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 no. That's not- <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I originally dropped him for Jake Ferguson,
1: and then you dropped Jake Ferguson for a phony tight end. Ayo. What
0: me and Taysom Hill have had some good times in the past, and I
1: just let's thought, let's go through Ooh. his games real quick. Point four, eight, two point six, one point seven, two point five, eight.
2: 2.6, 1.7, 2.5, eight. Good for you. I don't know. Chris Godwin, Josh Downs.
1: Who the hell is Josh Downs?
0: The guy that's going to be stealing all your targets. From, from Michael, Michael Pittman? Jr. From Michael
1: Pittman. Yep. Okay, nice. Good job. I'm proud of you for thinking that. Yeah, you have nothing. I mean, I'd maybe trade you for... I'd trade you for Adam Thielen, actually. You should probably trade him while his value is crazy high. He's, he's, his value is way overinflated.
0: What do you mean it's overinflated?
1: He's not going to maintain... Fucking twenty points a game for the rest of the season. There's no way he's on a tear.
0: Why? Why wouldn't he's been doing this his whole career, bro?
1: Okay, all right. You don't want to trade. You don't want to trade. That's fair.
0: I'm just, I'm just saying. What, what makes you think that Adam Adam Thielen is like what Julian Edelman was to Tom Brady? It's like just that, that comfort, bro. You're gonna. They should go to.
1: Why you use two wide receiver With two wide wide receivers, why you do that, huh? <laughs> Why Why do you assume white people are comforting, huh?
2: <laughs> I feel like
1: I'd be more comfortable if Randy Moss was on my team than Julian Edelman. That's just me, though. <laughs> I don't look at skin color. I look at skill, brother.
0: That, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like.
2: What?
1: He has the think?
0: skills. His skill level is high, bro. What you mean?
1: Saying white wide receivers are comforting. They make you feel safe. (laughs) Unbelievable. Out of you, unbelievable. I can't even believe we're talking about it. You have Sam Howell as your starting quarterback. (laughs) Bruh. Bruh. I can have my cat point at the screen and pick better players than you. Jeez.
0: Look. Sometimes it's it's bye week. You gotta get a little risky sometimes. You gotta you know so you gotta change up the routine. Um, you know, obviously being two and four, the routine hasn't been working. So I want to spice things up a little bit. Do some sh- just do some different you shit. Need
1: to, you need to trade your wide receivers for a running back because you don't have a single good running back. Your running backs suck. Williams Here gives Brian Robertson Jr. and Kareem Hunt. And Kyron, no. Williams,
0: Kyron
2: Williams,
1: who's out? What's he injured with? He, will not he has play a sprained him. ankle. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's pretty solid. He's giving you some. What damage. do you mean? Pretty solid. He's
0: freaking like a top five art running back.
1: I trade him. Trade him for more value. Trade him for depth. You need depth, brother. Oh, look at me giving you fantasy advice. Oh.
0: Okay, I need depth. You need depth.
2: Depth with two P's. Talk
1: football, so, actual football, not fantasy.
0: So um, I went up. I was gonna say let's just start with the bad shit first. Went all the way up to Knoxville. Was able to successfully finesse some tickets, mm. right at game time, to watch my A&M Aggies.
2: Play the Tennessee Volunteers. First away game
0: it was a pretty interesting experience. And it was the
1: first away game you've ever been to.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Pretty cool experience though, huh? You feel like against yeah. the world. I love going to away games. You're like, it's bro, my team, we're here.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing was, at first we were are we were sitting um, our original seats were like in regular Tennessee fan seats, and it was just like. I'll be like, yeah, first down, and everybody's just kind of looking at me like, this fucking, this fucking asshole. What is he doing on here? Um, so we see the A and M section. There's a big ass section of straight A and M fans, and um, we're like at halftime. We're just like, man, we're gonna go. We're we're gonna try to finesse into our section. I mean, they can't turn their own away. You know what I mean? And so we were able to get into the A&M section. And it's total different experience. It's much better experience. It's a greater ex- it's it's the only experience. I would I would have if I would have stayed in those seats, I don't know if I would have enjoyed the game as much. If that makes sense.
1: The Tennessee seats you're talking about?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely noted for if I ever go to another away game. If, because our team fucking sucks. Oh, my God. Talk about the worst. (laughs) Some of the worst football
2: I've had the pleasure of witnessing with my own two eyes.
1: Bro, the drinking problem is real all i'm gonna say he's passing the bottle to minimal johnson bro that's that's what he's doing is it minimum i think it's minimum minimum johnson that's that's what my lsu friends would tell me about it's like you've maximum johnson you got minimum johnson and most of the time you get minimum johnson so that's what we've got we're so you're
0: the one i got that from i've been telling everybody in the office that I couldn't remember yep. where the fuck I got it from.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's where like one of my buddies looked at me and was like, just be, be aware of Minimum Johnson. I was like, I like that. I mean, I don't, but I like that.
0: Minimum Johnson, yeah. I mean... Um, he was out. sixteen
1: thirty four 34 223, averaging 6.5, QBR 39.6. And the reason it's so low is because he's got zero tuds and two INTs. Bro, I security think- and job security. <laughs>
0: I think
2: it's time, time to open up the wallets, time to blow the it checkbooks. Out.
1: Yeah. Just blow it all get up. Rid,
2: just get rid of Jimbo. Just do
1: Oh, it. you're done. You're done with
2: him. I think it's time to fire him.
1: We do have a new offensive coordinator, a new play caller. So I'm not quite there yet. But I do understand what you're saying because I have been there where it's like...
0: Have you not seen the offense?
1: No, I've seen it. I've seen it's it. atrocious. I've, I've watched. <laughs> Counter what you believe, I have watched. I haven't watched enjoyably.
0: Do you need to watch more of that? Because I, I don't.
1: I, I, think, I think last week's game which was the Bama game I'm talking about and this Tennessee game were both incredibly winnable. I think if we only had the bad loss that was in Miami which was also another semi winnable game but not as much as these these were these were true winnable games because of the score differential and like the how close it came towards the end like true winnable games I'm upset after two consecutive weeks of losing close games not backed by good play not because it was it was like we they didn't win that game. We lost that game two weeks in a row, and that to me is not acceptable. That that to me bothers that bothers me because you gotta you gotta at least put up a good effort, a good chance to win. And if you just lose the games, lose lose the way we've lost the last two games, it, it's that is tough to sit there and back the coach. So I don't blame you for for being you know, calling for a job. I don't blame you.
0: I I literally told when I was talking to my coworkers about. The game and whatnot, probably a ha- little bit into the fourth quarter, I didn't want us to win. <laughs> I, I I did not want us to win because we didn't we played like that was is trash. Everything that's going on right now is garbage. And if we slide off in here somehow some way with a win, it'll all get swept under the rug. But if we lose, people are to start talking. Conversations aren't about to start being had. You know, we will face the repercussions of the shitty job that's been going on. And I, I, I can't emphasize this enough. Like, it's just, I think it's time to let him go. I mean, the coaching isn't changing. He's a hell of a recruiter, yeah, but... Man, it, have you seen the offense in the second half these past few games? Yeah. No, it's, like, it's, why, it's, is there no, why is there no adjustments? I, I yeah. feel like the only, the only blame I can't put, like, the defensive side of the ball, essentially, is what's, you know, I can't really put too much blame on them. They've been doing what they're supposed to do for the most part.
1: Dude, we've scored six total points in the second half the last two weeks. Three and three. Yeah. And meanwhile, Alabama scored 16 to R3, and Tennessee scored, what is that, 13 to R3. So what is that total, 29? 29. 29 to 6 in the second half the last two weeks. Outscoring, that's that, yeah, you're right. Like, you got to make adjustments. Like, you got to. And that is a clear indication that you're not making adjustments. Getting outscored 29 to 6 in the second half in the last two games.
0: So, like in that Alabama game, uh, we were defense playing good first half. So, and they're pressuring Milro a lot. They're getting to him. So, Alabama adjusts. Like coming out in the second half, they're doing quick, short, intermediate passes, quick passes, quick passes. So that way you don't even have a chance. So, like, you, you, now it's up to your secondary to stop us which we know the secondary is poo-cheese. And that's when Alabama started finding success. So they made their offensive adjustments, right? A&M, first of all, defensively, didn't, obviously. Most importantly, offensively, didn't. They kept trying to do the same shit, except now Alabama's D-line is just going beast mode.
1: And... What's so frustrating is they don't like their their players aren't better than ours. Like, you know, we've had the recruiting classes to where we're pretty comparable to Alabama, but they still like manhandle us. It feels like a mental thing, also, on top of the coaching.
0: Yeah, so um Josh, I think I listened to this YouTube guy, Josh Pat or whatever. Okay. I think that's his name. Whatever. He talked he he talks college football, and he was saying that. You know, if Jimbo were to get fired, he's like, "This is a premier coaching job." Like the we see we see it, and you know, some people that really know college football see it. But he says, "I don't think the general public really understands that A and M has everything it needs to be a premier um, program. It's just." they're the only ones that have like in that just need to fix it up internally. Like we have everything. We have the, 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 the backing, we have the location. We have
1: the recruits, the name, the education, the status, the history. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it checks every box. Like the only thing that the Aggies are missing on the football side of things is a history of winning, like recent history of winning like in being competitive at the playoff level and that just hasn't happened. Now when they expand the playoffs, that'll that could change. But still, I mean, most years we I mean, last year we didn't even have a bowl game. So it's like it's kind of hard to recruit when you have people like Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan, all the Ohio State, all these like teams, coaches walking in saying, "Yeah, we compete for the playoffs every year." Or at least every other year. If you play for us three years, you'll get a chance at the playoffs. Like Nick Saban has that crazy stat. It's like everybody who's played for him for four years has won a championship or some shit like that. It's like, that's, that's a, we can't compete with that. So, but it is a, I do agree. It is a premier coaching job. That's for sure. It's definitely something that, you know, a lot of money, a lot of money.
0: Yeah. And Mia was like, but I don't want to fire him if we can't, and like, who else is another big name? I'm like, at this rate, we tried the big name. Like, I don't care if I know the mo- next motherfucker's name because at least if they're giving me four and three through the first seven weeks, like, I would expect it. You're who are you? But no, this isn't just anybody, this is Jimbo Fisher.
1: He's got the hundred million dollars, dude. He's supposed to miss the bowl game last year. With already three losses this year, it's like unranked again. We finished the season unranked again. And this is like his – this is his fifth year or sixth year under contract. Like he's been at AM. This is not like – these are his – most of the time you have an excuse where it's not his guys or not his coaches or not whatever, like not comfortable and it, it needs to establish a culture. Like he's done all that. Like the culture is established. He brought in the coaches he wants. He has the recruits he wants. He's been comfortable there for you know four or five years. There are no excuses. Like you should be winning. And Alabama is especially weak this year. Like they're not going to finish. They if they finish inside the top ten, that'd be amazing. So you lose to them again, and you lose to Tennessee. In Miami, like really, it's it's not. These should be. This should be like one of those years where it's like you can do this.
0: Can you believe we went from, you know, in 2020, the COVID year when we were like, just outside the college football playoff.
1: Yeah. Ohio state fucked us. Yeah. That was unfair. Yeah.
0: Imagine going from that. We went the orange bowl. We fucking blew up North Carolina, essentially. Um, Going from there. I remember I'm like, yes, we're, we're going to get there. Like we're, like the number one
1: recruiting class after that, trajectory
0: was just like oh it was God. there. Like it was nuts. It was there, and dude, ever since then, it's been. I mean, it's crazy to think the best recent era, like year, I guess, season of Texas A&M football was with Kellen Mond and Isaiah Spiller, and um. Uh, Maybe Josh Reynolds was still on that team. No, no, he wasn't. I don't think he was. No. Um, Them dudes,
2: like, that's crazy. We were doing better with Kenny Trill.
0: Oh, dude, Kenny Trill. We were doing better with Kenny Trill, dude. That came and went so fast. Lord. We
1: were doing better with uh, Church Boy, Arizona Cardinals, Uh, Alan Murray. No, 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 church boy. Uh, shit. What was his name? White dude. Joshette. No. It's like, start with a C. You're really gonna make me look it up. Really? Miami. Trevor Knight. Trevor, Knight. Trevor Knight, not a C. Oh, Trevor Knight. C. Yeah, not, not, not a C. Trevor Knight. We're doing better with Trevor Knight. I'm glad that didn't take that long for it to come to me. But yeah, no, I agree. Gaggy suck. Welcome to the game. This is, this is, this is the side of the game that I'm on where we suck. We need to blow everything up. I don't know what we're going to do. We've got so much money, but it's like, I don't know what to do with it.
0: <laughs> I think it's time to, we need a fresh start. We need a new start.
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised they got rid of him. I wouldn't be upset if they didn't. But I also yeah. think if they didn't get rid of him, if he starts like this next year, I would be rooting for him to lose his job midseason. Like, that would that would be my vote. Like, okay, you, you messed up this year. Last year was an atrocity. Like, this is your last chance. You know? That's what I would do if I was a booster. Be like, we don't really want to keep paying you, but you've got your recruits. This is this will be the next year, I believe, will be the third year that these fur these the the number one recruiting class will be there. Like, you gotta do something with it. First year against Texas, too. You gotta do something with it. Anyway, I'm not feeling too good about him either. Um, I am also not, I don't know how to feel about the Astros. What do we, what do we feel about the Astros? I don't watch enough baseball to really have too much of an opinion. I just know Alvarez is a monster. So,
0: I mean, just they've been teeing off, Rangers have been teeing off on us, hasn't been good. Um,
2: Meanwhile, the Rangers are teeing off on us. The our bats are as cold as can be. It's as cold as Iceland in the winter. It's cold as I don't know, fucking igloo or whatever. It's fucking. It, it's bad. It's but just it's bad.
1: Also, been like little things too, like like just. You know, there was, I think the first game it was the fourth inning. We had bases loaded and we can't drive a run in. It's like, you're sitting there. And then the last game we're sitting there with zero outs. I think this was also like an early inning, like third or fourth inning. And they got two people on base. We're down four, I believe at this point. And I don't remember who steps up to the play, but it was top of the lineup. So early, early in the batting order. And it's a double play, but it's a double play based on one person getting out, and then also the Altuve bullshit, where he doesn't s- step on the second base running back to first. Yes, hurt. yes. So that's a double play right there, and then we're down in the hole, and it's like, okay, well, we had two people on base, but both of them are now out.
0: Oh and- no, that double play that was that was supposed to be that was the one I think in game. I want to say it was game one, but I'm not, it might have been game two. Can't remember which one. Where Bregman pretty much almost. Damn near hit a home run to like tie the game up or whatever, and I remember that. Yeah, and there so is, that's that,
1: been two instances where the bases loaded in one game, and then the other one was the Altuve mistake. Not even mis- I mean, it is a mistake, but it's like yeah,
0: like, he he was running all the way. Man, I was I thought that was it, bro. Lame. I was like we yeah. did. I was like we did it again. Yeah, we did it again in your face. Fuck you, Rangers. And yeah. then it, the ball just came down, and I was like. Dude, it feels like a little bit, a few more feet to the left. That's gone. That's a home run. This, this is a different series. Yeah,
2: it's. Here's my uh, prediction. If we don't come out in game three,
0: just guns blazing, just routine, we have to tee off on them now. If we don't come out, Game three, like that, just teeing off, boom, 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 run, run, run. We're losing the
2: series.
1: I agree with that. Like any sport, baseball is a game of momentum. You know, you can feel it on your side. And if it can be, if they come out and they score first, it's going to be so demoralizing. Like it would take the mental fortitude of, <laughs> David and David versus Goliath to, like, overcome that. You know, you're already down 2-0. You're going to lose the third game. It's the best of five series or best of seven? I don't know. Seven. Okay, seven. Yeah, so you go down. You know, you're already down 2-0. You don't get a win tonight, dude. That's, yeah, that's a that's a mountain to climb. So, we'll see. I mean, I'm excited. I have faith. Like, I I, I really do. I think the team is is built to win. I think they're overall, I mean, they're stacked on the offensive side but like you said the bats have just been cold i'm not a baseball aficionado i don't know much about you know the team or anything like that but what i've watched this season and previous years it's like they have the potential like they can do it they can turn it on it's just a matter of getting it going so i'm excited
0: what about jeremy pinion not being like it's total opposite of what he was a year ago
1: Right, that's what I've also kind of noticed. Every time he steps up to the plate, I feel like this is this is a big moment. Like this is this was he was World Series MVP last year, was he not? Yeah, I yeah. So that was that was a scenario that was like okay, he steps up to the plate and he's like over three or over six in the series, over five or whatever in the series. Like this is weird. Like,
0: this is I the, mean, he's batting eight, first of all. He's batting eighth in the lineup, so that's, that's like. True. That's automatically you're like, "What the hell?
1: Yeah. so I don't know, man. We'll see. It's still fun to watch. We'll see. Phillies absolutely went ballistic on the Diamondbacks yesterday. 10-0. It was Dude. disgusting.
0: I don't know what what is it, bro? Why are they just like all of a sudden it gets postseason. It turns October next thing you know the ball's just jumping off their. That's like crazy, dude. This is a pretty mid-as team throughout the season, like man, they're they're kind of good, man but then postseason comes around, and they're just like, they turn into a different fucking monster.
1: Yeah, they're I don't know Baseball's fun. We like baseball in October. Any uh, predictions for this weekend? On football, I feel like it's not uh, necessary for us to go through events that happened four days ago. Kind of irrelevant at this point, but this coming weekend prediction: uh, we've got uh, Eagles, we've got Eagles, Dolphins. That's pretty good. that's Sunday night football, five and one mm, on five, pretty good. Lions, Ravens, five and one, mm, uh, five and, mm, one and four and two. That's a good one. Uh, that is a good one. Kind of a sleeper, but still I think a good one. Chargers two and three. Uh, it looks like I think at Chiefs. Yeah, at Chiefs. Mm-hmm. One. It's a couple of good games. Couple of good games. Let's just let's just on your picks. What are your picks on those three?
0: My prediction. First first question you originally asked.
2: Thursday night, Taysom Hill is gonna score a touchdown.
1: Cool, he'll be useful in one of your games. <laughs> and I, I actually, you know what? I hope he scores a touchdown, so it buys you the three or four weeks that you will hold on to him after saying he can do it. He'll be useful eventually, because if he doesn't score a touchdown, his expiration date is much sooner than if he does score a touchdown. So I hope he does, so he keeps dragging your team around like an anchor in the water. That's what <laughs> I hope. Oh, uh, yeah. Dolphins, Eagles. Hilarious. Who do you think here? Eagles are favorite two and a half. Dolphins. Eagles are coming off a bad loss. I'm taking the Eagles. I think it's pretty easy. I'm also,
0: I mean, you would have taken the Eagles no matter what.
1: No, I I don't know. We're not the same without Shane Steichen. We're really not. Like, it is, it is a different style of offense. We have been lucky early in the season to win and be in the position we're in. But bad loss last week, I mean... Hard practice this week, I think. is barring injury, I'm not sure who's injured. I don't think anybody major is. If I if I'm, I don't know. I might be a bad fan and miss somebody, but I'm taking the Eagles because I think after a bad loss, it's gonna be. But this is gonna be a dog fight, dude. I would not be surprised if the Dolphins win because the Dolphins are pretty unstoppable in most cases. No Devon a chain though, so a, that's a difference. Um, Lions, Ravens. Or did you have something that you wanted to say about my Eagles?
0: I didn't
1: <laughs> Lions, Lions, Ravens.
2: I
0: mean, Lions. I think Lions. I think so, that, too. They got that dog.
1: Something about the Lions this year. And the Ravens have just, I don't know, they kind of lost their luster. Two bad losses this season, too, against the Colts and the Steelers. Both won score losses, but still, it's uh, leading the AFC North, though, somehow. Um, AFC North is also dog shit. Um, Chiefs, Chargers, send it off. Chiefs, bro. Yeah, I think this is
0: easy. Uh, uh, Chargers, it's time to fire... uh,
1: Five and a half?
0: Staley. Brandon Staley. Really? Yeah, it's time to fire him, dude. This this is like... obvious signs of... fucking mediocrity. Mm. Like...
1: They That's, really, I mean, they do have everything. They
0: ever they, want. they underachieve so hard for so long in the same way every time. Kind of like the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> though funny that they faced off against each other because they seem to have, seem to be very similar. Um, bro. But yeah, back? the char- Chargers just disappoint, underperform. For example, blowing that. Especially after the playoffs last season, blowing that huge lead in the
1: yeah against the, uh, the Raiders, the
0: first round against the,
1: Jaguars. the Jaguars. Oh, the Jaguars! They had that terrible like mismanagement towards the end of the game. Might have been two years ago. I thought against the Raiders um, to make it maybe in the playoffs. But I completely agree with you. I mean, you look at this defense. You Cleo Mack had fucking six sacks two weeks ago, six in one game. That's insane. And Joey Bosa, I mean, the talent they have across the board, it's you're right at two and three. It's like, I mean, who have they lost to? That's if there's anybody. I mean, they lost to the Cowboys, obviously not a good one. Dolphins is an acceptable loss. And they lost to the Titans, which I don't find acceptable. So who have they beaten? Vikings and Raiders. Both oh. by like, you know, Raiders by one, by a touchdown by seven and the Vikings by four. So, most hmm. the points they put up on the season was 34 against the Dolphins. I feel like this is just, like, they have a good stretch here, though. After the Chiefs, they go uh, at home against the Bears, away at the Jets, and they play the Lions, which will be tough. Um, Packers, Ravens, Patriots, Broncos, Raiders. Bill- yeah, dude, they've got a pretty tough schedule.
0: <laughs> I was like, where is they, the easy Yeah, they've got schedule. the Lions,
1: the Raiders. <laughs> They've got the Bills and they got the Chiefs again. So they play the Broncos two times, which is good. That'll be stat padding for sure. <laughs> bro, how bad are the Broncos, bro? Sean Payton was like stat padding. Dude, it's stat <laughs> to think
0: padding. A, to think a team is so bad it's just stat padding.
1: It is stat padding, dude. That's what it is. If you took out the Broncos from everybody's schedule, like everybody would be marketably worse because they don't have the stat padding. dude the broncos suck dude the bears are better than the broncos the broncos are awful they're so bad sean payton is so bad dude russell wilson is a joke oh my goodness you want to talk about like we're we're stuck with jimbo bro imagine being a broncos fan and being stuck with sean payton and russell wilson especially how excited you were what are they oh and six? I mean they're they're one in five. Dude, they lost people forget this. I will never forget. I, I forgot this. They lost to the Dolphins 70 to 20, bro. They lost by 50 points. <laughs> bro, that's seven touchdowns. They lost by s- more than seven touchdowns. That is crazy. Seven touchdowns, dude. You know how long it takes for a team to score a touchdown? They lost by seven of them.
2: (laughs) So bad. Dude, they lost to the Jets.
1: Zach Wilson beat them.
2: Well,
0: I mean... The
1: The only team they beat is the Bears, and they beat them by three points.
0: They didn't beat the Bears.
1: Yeah, they beat the bears Third oh yeah they
0: ball. did i'm thinking yeah, from the I'll other side it. the bears are the one that blew it
1: bro they lost they get they lost to the commanders 35 33. they lost to the raiders 17 16. You know was so funny the first week they lost to the raiders 17 16. that's a one-point loss second week they lost to the commanders 35 33 it's a two-point loss so if you're a fan you're sitting there like i mean we're right there we're right on the edge like, we we can win a game. We got a big game coming up against the Dolphins week three. 70 to 20. <laughs> you go from a one-point loss and a two-point loss to a 50-point loss. Then you turn around and play the Bears. You're like, God, I just hope we do something.
2: If they lost um, the Bears,
1: dude, that would be, I mean, it'd be hilarious, really. It would be hilarious. They're so bad. So bad.
0: Yeah, man. I just, I just don't know. I guess let Russ cook. But <laughs>
1: Russ cook. I don't think he's had like a necessarily bad season either.
0: I almost picked him up on fantasy over yeah, somehow.
1: I mean, so he, I mean, QBR is twenty seventh <laughs> in the league. So, I mean, thirteen hundred yards, twelve and four on TDs and interceptions respectively. That's, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not great. I mean, you pay the man $250 million. Yeah. He's ranked 27th Shit. in QBR. It's it's not good.
0: Brew lock all the way, bro.
1: Tyreek Hill almost has more yards than you do. It's not good. Tyreek has like 800, 900 yards. It's crazy. Anyway. That's everything I got, Damn. dude. I'm excited. It'll be a good weekend of football. Broncos suck, but not as much as the X.
0: Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on them, man.
1: But good luck to the Strohs, and that's everything I got. You got anything else? Nah, man. Yeah. Two fans in order to find us every week. Slice Devil's Pod, Slice Devil's Podcast.
2: We'll be here, and we'll see you next time.